Uh, welcome, everybody. It's uh, Yoga Sutra. It's Thursday, September 17th. We're three quarters of the way through uh, 2020. So about to be the end of summer and into fall. I think uh, maybe Tuesday will be the equinox. Uh, so we should be able to get through some sutras a little more quickly today than than last week we only did one sutra so let's uh skip through and we'll start the chanting today i'm going to do the when we do the chanting for the yoga sutras i'm not going to repeat twice like i've been doing because it's we're too far into it it's taking too much time but we don't have enough time for the for the sutra discussion Om Shri Ganeshaya Namaha Om Shri Saraswatiya Namaha Om Vande Guru Nam Charanaravinde Sandarishita Swatma Sukhava Bodhe Nishreya se jangadikaya mane Sansara hala hala moha shantye Abahuparusha karam Shankachakrasi darinam Sahasra shirasam shwetam Pranamami patanjalam Yogena chittasya padena vacham Malam sharirasya chavaidyakena Yopakarotam bravaram muninam Matanjalim brandaliranatosmi Om Asatoma sakamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Sahana Bhavatu Sahana Bhunaktu Sahaviryam karavavahai Tejasvi navadita mastumavidvishavahai Om Shanti 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 Om Namo Brahmavidyo Brahmavidya Sampradaya Kartribhyo Namo Vamsharashibhyo Namo Mahadbhyo Namo Gurubhya Sarvo Paplavarahita Pragnana Ghyana Pratigartho Brahmaiva Hamasmi Om Tatsat Om Paramatmane Namaha Shri Patanjala Yoga Darshanam Atavibhuti Padaha Desha Bandhas Chittasya Dharana Tat 
ಅತ್ರ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯಕಾನೇವಾಶೂನ್ಯಮಿವ ಸಮಿತ್ರ ಸೈನ್ಯಮ ತಜ್ಜಯಾಲೋಕ ತೂಮಿಷು ವಿಯೋಗ ತ್ರಯಮಂತಂಗಂಥಡಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗಂಗ
ಮೂರ್ಧ್ಯೋತಿಷಿ ಸಿದ್ಧದರ್ಶನ ಪ್ರತಿಭಾತ್ಮಾಚಿತ್ತ ಸತ್ಪರುಷಯೋರತ್ಯಂತಕೀರ್ಣಯೋ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಶೇಷೋ ಭೋಗ ಪರಾರ್ಥತ್ವಾಸೈನ್ಯಮಾತ್ಪರುಷಜ್ಞಾನತಿಪ್ರಾವನವೇದನಾದರ್ಶಾಸ್ವಾದವಾರ್ಥ
Okay, so last week we did Sutra 344 on uh, gaining mastery of the elements. And we have two sutras that give a little more uh, explanation of results of what that means for the yogi. And we'll get to, we should just go right through those pretty much. So, uh, and then 347, another big sutra. So if you remember last week, one of the things the structure of these two sutras, 44 and 47, same structure. So there's a same structure for the sainyama at the first line, the structure of the sainyama. The key is that, that we're juxtapositioning Two different things. Uh, here it's stula, the gross and the subtle, with our our own sense of of our being, swarupa, our own sense of our presence, our being. And in the next one, we're going to juxtaposition two things uh, uh, in uh, in uh, uh, in un unison, <laughs> coupled with ourself. Like we, like we did with uh, Stula Swarupa Sukshma. We'll do Grahana Swarupa Asmita. Uh, and then trying to understand its universality, the micro macro cosmic, you know? So if, if it's true within our own field of experience, it must be true universally it, throughout creation. Uh, so, so the structure of the Sainyama is the same. The subject, the object is different. But what's similar is that we're it it's very much related to our own experience and how I, how our our presence our being our our uh, our way we're manifesting it um, how that's affected. So we have uh, Bhutajaya, mastery of the elements, mastery of the elements by uh, mastering the gross and the subtle. And here we have mastering the, our perception, the, our senses, sensory perception, by understanding the senses themselves and, and the ego, and the ego. Okay, so far? You know, I, and I was thinking about the elements really and, and how, you know, a lot of people when they're doing their practice or they're relating to people because the way that personality has been structured and, and more or less like not so much been structured consciously, but structured unconsciously, we get uh, our, our, uh, constitution develops these preferences or tendencies or gets stuck in certain ways. And if you can understand the, the elements is having like kind of a personality, uh, like a fiery personality or air personality, uh, water personality or space, like in understanding how the, those types of elements when you're operating from that kind of element, 
it has a different quality to it, a different personality, um, so to speak. Um, and, you know, so I think one of the things that Sutra is suggesting that we want to be able to do is be flexible, more flexible in the way we approach things, you know, not just be stuck in the way our personality has um, formed itself unconsciously, you know, so that we're, you know, how can we become our full Buddha nature, our full self-realized enlightened self, if we're only accessing an, a limited uh, spectrum of what's possible. We need to explore the other dimensions of how, uh, how we can function. So the five elements gives us, uh, you know, if we looked at the whole table of, of the elements is, you know, like whatever, 70 or 30 or I don't, I don't remember how many are in there, but you know, that's a lot. Like this is a, this is something we can, we can digest. It's only five different modes of functionality. So it's not too big of a complex of a analysis to look at, you know, what's possible. Because we can look at anything and, and divide it up into so many different, you know, uh, components, we can analyze things in so many different ways. So this is, you know, a five, a five category way of analyzing. So it's, it's not too complicated. Uh, like if you move with air in your asana practice, then it, you're very light. You don't sweat. You're using the movement itself to generate the movement. Versus like if you're stiffer and, and uh, you use a lot of strength, that, that'd be fire. You're using fire. You're forcing. You're using your willpower. Um, if you're with earth, either then your alignment is stuck either unconsciously or, or consciously. Maybe you're applying some perception, fire, perception uh, to improve the alignment of the structure of the form. And if you use space, then you're just spaced out. No, kidding. So what did we, we didn't we have a sutra that talked about uh, superimposing space in our body, right? Akasha kayas, uh, kasha, uh, akasha kasha yo. <laughs> I'm watching the sutra, sorry. Uh, uh, akasha and, and kaya. Kaya akasha yo sambandha. Kaya akasha yo sambandha sanyamat. Lagutula samapatesh akasha gamanam. So it was... If you remember, it's is saying, you know, to be lighthearted like cotton is one thing. So the ego is not creating this heaviness that prevents you from functioning. <laughs> and uh, and then additionally, you also imagine sp space permeating your body. So your the obstructions in your body are also being cleared because you're invoking the quality of space. So how, there can't be any obstructions if you really are good at invoking that uh, that quality, that 
that functionality, that personality of space. And the energy just is everywhere all at once, simultaneously, like space. Well, the difference, like space and, and value, like value has movement. Space is just everywhere. Or then value is movement through space. And Tejas is that focus, giving a, a focus to it, harnessing it and giving it more uh, intensity, like uh, the light is spread out or do you put the light into a laser like and and the and it becomes focused, so it's much hotter, right? If you get the magnifying glass, right? So you take the light which is dispersed, and you focus it, and it becomes much hotter, right? Sorry to say to the ants, but I burned ants when I was a kid with the magnifying glass. Uh, um, so fire and water. I don't know about water. I probably need to work on my water. Uh, earth. Earth, I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on Earth. So one of the things with water, like there's a little uh, short clip of Bruce Lee talking about being like water. Has anybody seen that before? Everybody knows who Bruce Lee is, right? So you can punch water, but you can't hurt the water. So I was thinking about this sticky, like when we went over last week, I didn't really have, all I could think of was how to repeat what my teacher had told me. Like you, you can, it's sticky. You can use water to make two things stick together. Oh, actually, you know, like flour, the flour then sticks together. But uh, the image my teacher told me was like, you know, sticking something on the glass on the window. But actually, I think if you really just actually look at water, Water sticks together. No matter how many times you cut the water, what happens to the water? You cut it into a million pieces. You cut it a million times, like so fast with your knife, cutting the water. What happens to the water? It just goes back together. There's no, there's no damage. So with air, you can, you can cut the air, but the air is not sticking together. The air is dispersing. If the air is not held together, the air will dissipate. The water holds together. So I think that's what, what my teacher meant when he was told to use the word sticky. It has cohesion. That's the scientific word they use, cohesion. Like So you get droplets. Water forms droplets because the water likes to be together. And it flows down with gravity. So does that help? It helps me. I thought about it after, after I tried to shed some light on it not very well last week. So, uh, so the next sutra, uh, should we? You want to recite this sutra one time? The words. Stula Swarupa Sukshma Anvaya Artavatva Sanyamat Bhutajayaha Stula Swarupa Sukshma Anvaya Artavatva Sanyamat Bhutajayaha 
Stula Swarupa Sukshma Anvayar Anvaya Arthavatva Anvaya Arthavatva Sainyamat Bhutajayaha Stula Swarupa Sukshma Anvaya Arthavatva Sainyamat Bhutajayaha So then Patanjali is going to give us some of the rundown, the lowdown, the, the benefits. Tato anima adi pradur bhavaha kaya sampat tad dharma anabhigatascha. Tato anima adi pradur bhava kaya sampat tad dharma anabhigatascha. Tato animadi pradur bhava kaya sampatta dharma nabhigatascha anabhigatascha But from, from the self-mastery uh, and the gross and the subtle in yourself, one's inherent uh, potentials, the dharma, reach maturity with stability and durability. One's life purpose is not thwarted. The body becomes perfect and the eight cities develop. Pretty big, pretty big claim. So tatto anima adi pradur Kadur Bhava Kaya Sampat Tat Dharma Anabhigatascha Tatas, this word's used a lot, the first word of so many sutras, means consequently. So consequently means then from the previous sutra, right? We had the Sanyama on the gross and the subtle and gaining mastery of the, of the elements. Bhutta Jaya, Bhutta Jaya. So consequently, we get anima. So anima means the ability to become small. It's one of the eight classic cities. So, but it's animadi, adi, etc. Animadi. So because he's putting those two together, animadi, uh, he's saying the eight classic. He's referring to the first one being that's listed, and so then saying etc. So we know he's he's referring to the eight classic cities, animadi. Um, and pradur bhava means they're increasing or they're developing. So it's not like all of a sudden you do the sanyama on the gross and the subtle uh, as it relates to your own being. And then all of a sudden you have all these cities. He says pradur bhava, they begin to come because now you're looking at how does creation function? How can, I, how can I better understand how to function through the principles of creation in my, in my being? And, and how then does that help me to understand how other things are functioning so that I can be in better harmony and understand how to, how to do things, how to manifest things better, how to, how to work with people, how to work with materials, how to work with foods in the kitchen, how to work with 
my race car better, all these different things. So, um, Kaya means the body, right? This word comes up a lot also. Jangali uh, Kaya Mane. Sampat means perfect. So Kaya, perfect. The, the body is perfect. Development in the body has reached uh, pinnacle. In other words, your physical development or the how far you can go physically, you know, into your into your practice is a limit. The, everybody's going to have a different limit physically. Spiritually, that's a different story. Physically, everybody has a limit. The eight, the length of time you get to work with your body is limited also. So the body is definitely limited. Uh, and tut, that means that. Dharma means our inherent capacities. And our, the ultimate inherent capacity is to uh, become like uh, God. <laughs> uh, so we're looking at, you know, our pursuit of unfolding our potential, realizing actualizing our potentials. Uh, he combines it with this word, anabhigata. And if you recall, I know you probably don't have the sutras memorized, but um, when Patanjali talked about asana practice, he used this word anabhigata. In the third sutra on asana, he lists benefits for doing asana practice correctly. And he doesn't say handstand or awesome balance or beautiful physique. He says, Tato Dwandwa Anabigataha. So pairs of opposites such as desire and aversion, hot and cold, pain and pleasure. These things no longer bother you. That's the benefit he wants us to cultivate from the asana practice. If we're bothered by things, then we're going to quit at some point when it becomes too intense. Or you won't be able to stay focused on your practice or you're pursuing your intention, your goal, if when things become uncomfortable. You know, there's lots of people in the yoga room, it's too hot. I don't like that room. Too hot. Too cold. I can't practice when it's cold. I need my heater. So many things that interfere with, with making progress, being able to focus. Uh, so, tato dwandwa anabhigataha. So, not bothered by all these different kinds of uh, dualities. And here he uses the same word, in relationship to, we're trying to actualize our potentials and, and arrive ultimately towards our highest potential or continue. Maybe see if there is even such a thing as a highest potential. Uh, we don't even know, do we? That's like so far off 
into the future. Uh, so anabhigata. Um, so basically, he's he's saying you've cultivated yourself, you've worked with your physical body, and understanding how to work with it, like that you're you're able to. You don't have a lot of obstructions interfering with your pursuit of your dharma, of actualizing your your potentials. Yes, Yoga Sutra 248, correct. Who was that? Alexis, probably? Yeah. Yeah, 248. 246 is the first one. Sorry, I should have told you the number. It's one place in the sutras I, I do know the numbers. It's the asana, yeah, pranayama. 46. Uh, so is that clear? The sutra, more or less. Yeah. So he's gonna def- he's gonna he define he gives us this list of benefits. Uh, we start to get the superpowers, the ani, anima adi, and our body. Our body has uh, reached its potential, kaya sampat, and our ability to cultivate ourselves spiritually is no is more or less free from obstructions and three benefits tatoni madi pradur so you might notice i just dropped the a because i'm flying the sunday tatoni madi pradur bhava kaya sampat Tadharmana bhikatascha tatoni madi pradur bhava kaya sampat tadharmana bhikatascha once more tatoni madi pradur bhava kaya sampat tadharmana bhikatascha So we're not going to go over these, but I'll I'll put the leave the list up here. We can just list them. Uh, I don't think it's that useful for us to spend much time on it. So, anima means becoming small, and mahima becoming large, lagima becoming light. Garima becoming heavy. Prapti achieving any form. Prakamya manifesting your desires. Vashitva, Vashitva, mastery of your will. And and have so and that includes having charisma, the kind of charisma where you can influence other people. Oh no, that's the, the last one. Sorry, eshitwa. How do I know? I don't know. It's all just textbook stuff to me. Okay. Can I flip the page? 
Rupa Lavanya, Balavajra, Samhananatwani, Kaya Sampata, Rupa Lavanya, Balavajra, Rupa Lavanya, Balavajra, Samhananatwani, Samhananatwani, Kaya Sampata, Kaya Sampata, Rupa Lavanya, Balavajra, Samhananatwani Kaya Sampata. Once more. Rupa Lavanya Balavajra Samhananatwani Kaya Sampata. So Kaya Sampat, right? That was the second of the three uh, benefits. Kaya Sampat, the body perfected. So that's the definition of Kaya Sampat, this, this sutra. Having accomplished the body's purpose, it is filled with grace, strength, durability, and vigor. That's the meaning of Kaya Sampat. Rupa Lavanya means it's beautiful or graceful. Rupa is the form. Lavanya is graceful. So we, there's a uh, beauty in the way we carry ourselves. Our composure is graceful. Bala, Vajra. Uh, Vajra is the uh, indestructible material or that which is indestructible. So... In philosophy, Vajra refers to the, the spirit. It's indestructible. Or the enlightened wisdom. It's indestructible. Vajra. So Bala Vajra. Bala is, is strength. Bala is strength. So our Kaya Sampad, the body is strong. And the body is uh, durable. Adamantine is durable. Not easily, uh, you don't get sick, you know? When your practice, when the level of your practice increases, the, the quality of your mind, your, the spiritual quality of your mind increases, there's no place for, for disharmony in your system. Because if the consciousness is harmonious, then how can, where is there room for disharmony, for disease in the body? So you get the Vajra quality, uncorruptible. Uh, Samhananatwani means it's robust, vigorous, energetic. So uh, that's enough. We do the next sutra. It's okay. Nothing profound. What did I say? Yeah. I mean, we need the body. It's important and it's good that the better quality the body, the more it's going to help you. Uh, unless you get attached. <laughs> And then it becomes a trap, but that's a, that's another another subject. 
you know, they, they, they talk about like being human. It's like the only, it's the only kind of birth, the only level of birth where you can focus on cultivating like self-awareness and become conscious and, and develop and expand your consciousness through that uh, conscious cultivation. And they say like, if you're born as a God, even though you, you have a life of pleasure and you don't experience suffering in that realm, uh, the, because of all the pleasure and, and all the perfection in that realm, the thought to cultivate yourself never comes to mind. And you can see like, you know, people who are blessed to have beautiful physiques or people where they become enamored with their appearance um, and their, their skills and whatnot. They, they, they kind of tend to have that kind of a downfall. They become so enamored by their own self, physical self, surface self, that they never have the thought to, to look uh, deeper into themselves. So they use up their good karma that they had to ha be in that position, to experience that state, but then they just waste it away. They don't do anything with it. That's the, the danger. They... They just enjoy it, but they don't utilize it to expand their own awareness and, and cultivate their, their uh, consciousness and their heart and those things. So don't, don't try to be born and reborn as a God because then you'll, you'll, You'll be born as a God and you'll use up your good karma for a temporary experience of pleasure. And then when your good karma is used up, you, you're born again into a different realm, which is low. Because if you have good karma, you need to keep use it. If you have money, right, and you just spend it to enjoy your life, then you run out of money. But if you invest your money properly, if you're blessed to have money in the first place, you want to invest it properly so that it works for you and it grows it, and it can support you into the future. It's the same with your good karma. If you're blessed to have uh, good situations where you don't have a lot of obstructions, things interfering with your ability to do things throughout the day and with your life, then you have a tremendous opportunity to do something positive with yourself. Uh, cause that good karma will run out if you, if you just use it like for being complacent and then you'll find yourself run out of money and then what are you going to do? So generate good, more good karma, practice yoga and try to understand the true nature of yourself. Don't waste your life. <laughs> I listened to Guruji on his ninth, uh, 85th birthday in New York, they, they had him, you know, give a little speech is in New York. And, uh, he spent like 10 or 15 minutes saying he doesn't have a lot of English to offer us. So he spent the 10 or 15 minutes saying practice yoga, 
Try to know God. Don't waste your life. God give you 100 years. Don't waste it. Practice yoga. Try to understand God. Don't waste your life. It's sweet. You know, the very simple and it could easily be uh, downplayed the depth of what he's saying, but it's, uh, but it's, it's so meaningful actually. So next sutra. Grahana Swarupa Asmita Anvaya Artavatva Sanyamat Indriya Jayaha Grahana Swarupa Asmita Anvaya Artavatva Sanyamat Indriya Jayaha By Sanyama meditation upon the interconnection between our perception and our understanding of our what we're perceiving, right? And our form along with the universal uh, nature of these things, uh, we gain mastery of our perception. Um, the, the asmita is, it's really, we call it ego, right? And then I think when we use the, when we translate it as ego, I think we really don't know what we're talking about anymore. We just say ego and what is ego? So we, it's really important that we, we take this word asmita and we don't get trapped into the translation into a single English word, but that we, we really try to understand what is ego? What is asmita? What is sense of self? Literally, asmita is sense of self. Um, it's, it's very similar, actually, to swarupa. So swarupa is like your sense of self, like as you, in terms of your presence. Your, your spirit has a presence. It has a, uh, you know, a spatialness to it, so to speak. And asmita is sense of self, but it, it's like it's the part of your sense of self that's stuck in the imagination, who you, the story you tell yourself about who you are. And it's responsible. One of the things that Asmita does is it processes information. So we perceive things, we hear things, we, we do things, all the things that we're experiencing, doing, hearing, listening to, uh, talking about with our friends. All these things is being processed by the asmita, the ego. So, you know, like with computers, you either have a Mac or you have a, a Windows or an Android if you're talking phones. Uh, and they, have, they process the information differently. Depending on the operating system you're using, the personality, the way it's processing the information is different. That's a personality. Ego is a personality. Ego is not a bad word. Ego is not a negative word. It's something that needs to be uh, cultivated. It needs to move from being unconsciously compulsive towards being more consciously uh, and in Tentfully directed and shaped and and uh, opened up uh, 
or freed, you know, uh, we think usually like we're trying to free ourselves from our ego and, and maybe, uh, that's also true, but your sense of identity, like can also expand. Does that, does that make sense? It can change. So what you're perceiving, right? Your senses, grahana means senses. If you're a fly, your senses are not the same as if you're a dog. Nor are your senses the same if you're a human. If you're a human and you're blessed to have all your sense faculties intact, that's different than if you're born a human and you can't hear or you can't see. So the way the information that you receive is comes through your senses, your grahana. What kind of hardware equipment were you born with? Your grahana. Right? A, a fly has like completely different eyes than we do. They see things like, I don't even know how, like, and, and I know uh, bees, they see different light spectrum. They see ultraviolet light and who knows what else. Uh, things that we don't even see. Dogs can hear like really high pitches that are beyond, right? They have the dog whistle. They can hear pitches that we can't hear. Uh, so the, our senses limit what we're able to perceive. We only perceive a spectrum of what's actually happening. And who knows, you know, we are only aware of, of smell and touch and, and hearing and sight and taste. I mean, who knows, maybe there's some other ones that we, we can't even conceptualize because we don't have them, right? So then there, if let's say there are like three other senses uh, that we don't have, like there's a whole nother dimension of reality that we've never experienced and don't have the capacity to experience. Right, like a worm. I don't think worms have eyes, earthworms. So how do they experience reality without eyes? Can you imagine like never having, seeing light? So, so weird, huh? To try to imagine. So grahana. Uh, and this is all being structured by the way our personality has come to be. So if we, if we can meditate on this, like that, how, how our understanding of the world is shaped by these two things, grahana and asmita, so powerful. Free yourself from the limits, the unconscious limits that's been uh, being handed to you unconsciously by your ego and your, by your personality. I'm gonna use the word personality instead of ego. I think it's much, uh, serves the purpose much better to say personality. Uh, Grahana Swarupa Asmita. So then you have an awareness that 
what you're perceiving is not the end of the story. It's not the, a conclusion to reality. So the way your asmita is going to handle it, the way or the way your innate intelligence is going to handle it, is going to be different. Once you you realize there's more to what's happening than just what your little uh, surface mind and and senses is formulating in your head, right, Helen? How's the ice cream? Bing Shi Li, you gonna share ice cream with us? Good. Good. What flavor is it? Looks maybe a green. Vanilla. That's not pistachio. Mm-mm. No, kids don't eat nuts, not ice cream. Okay, vanilla is okay. Uh, so does that make sense? Do we need to go over the words? These three words are the same from last week. Anvaya follows the purpose, yeah. And uh, so Asmita and Grahana we just explained. And Swarupa, uh, I think we also explained, right? Swarupa, I love Swarupa. I wish Patanjali would have defined Swarupa for us. Nowhere in the sutras does he define Swarupa. So you'll find a lot of disagreement or a lot of variation, variance on what Swarupa means. But uh, trust me, I'm right and they're wrong. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I'm right. And uh, I just kind of figured it out maybe a couple of years ago, at least before I really... Uh, uh, was too often being uh, equated too much with asmita, and it just kind of dawned on me one day, like it's you know that I'm having this experience where I feel my presence, and my and and it changes, it fluctuates, it doesn't, it's not static. You know, if if I'm suffering, then it becomes my swarupa becomes harder and more compact, you know, and when I'm in a better mood and the swarupa is lighter, if I'm meditating, then the swarupa becomes like, like it has no boundary anymore. It's like, <laughs> uh, so pretty sure that's the more or less the right idea. But like I said, it's not really defined. So, Anywhere. Grahana Swarupa Asmita Anvaya Artavatva Sainyama Indriya Jayaha Grahana Swarupa Asmita Anvaya Artavatva Sainyama Indriya Jayaha Grahana Swarupa Smitan Vyartha Vatva Sainyama Dindriya Jayaha Tatoma Noja Vitvam Vikarana Bhava 
प्रधान तथो मनोज विकर्ण भाव प्रधान तथो मनोज विकर्ण भाव प्रधान फ्रॉम मैस्ट्री ऑफ आर सेंसेस द माइंड बिकम्स क्विक एंड अलर्ट द सेंसेस एक्ट independently of the body in other words like clairvoyance and we acquire mastery of pradhana <laughs> pradhana jayascha pradhana is the uh, is the uh uh it's like that the emptiness the pre pre manifest I think I I heard I don't know if it's true because I never saw it through the uh particle accelerator telescopes but but they say I heard they science to the physicists the the uh uh quantum physicists have seen the they call them threads I think they appear and disappear out of space So, yeah, that feels right to me. I feel like when I really get into my meditation, that that's the, as far as I can go, and that's kind of what it it feels like. Tattas, consequently, from the Indriya Jaya, right? the manas, mano, manas, the mind. Javitvam becomes quick. Javitvam, right? Uh, the mind becomes super quick. Mano Javitvam, Vikarana Bhava. Vikarana is without contact. Bhavana it means uh, being. Right? So the senses, uh, without can cognize or can pick up without having contact. Vikarana Bhava. So again, there's three three things being listed, just like the previous sutra uh, that had the kaya sampat and the uh, animadi pradur bhava kaya sampat and the dharma anabhigata. So here we have manojavitvam. The mind becomes very quick, and the senses have become uh, clairvoyant. Develop clairvoyance, and you. That's like so. Pradana Jaya. That's like beyond mastery of the elements. That's mastery of the pre-elements, pre-elemental state. Pradana, pre-elemental state. So, and then the next sutra. Right. So we had. Patanjali wanted to define kaya samput, but here in this one, like the stakes are getting have gotten so high uh, with the Sanyama meditation of three forty seven that gives us you know so we're we're not limited by our senses anymore. That's what's meant by indriya jayaha, right? That we're our understanding and our perception is not limited. By our senses and our ego anymore, we're able to go beyond 
what the ego and the senses are, are able to structure and present to us. So uh, stakes are, are gotten higher. And so in Sutra 349, uh, Sattva Purusha Anyata Kyati Matrasya Sattva Purusha Anyata Kyati Matrasya Sarva Bhava Dishtha Tritvam Sarva Nya Tritvancha Sarva Bhava Dishtha Tritvam Sarva Nya Tritvancha so we'll just, we'll introduce this sutra uh, and then we'll pick it up next week. So from experiential distinction between perceiver and mind of the various states of mind and how they're affected once that becomes known, right, then the mind becomes a perfect instrument for flawless perception of everything that needs to be known and attains the ability <laughs> to maintain itself under all circumstances. That doesn't make any sense at all. I forgot to, to read this and edit it. This is, uh, this is old. Okay. Oh. So basically, let me give you the, the lowdown. Uh, to get the general idea of this sutra uh, quickly, without getting lost in all the, the details of the whole, all the phrasing. Right? We're going to look at just these last two uh, word compounds. Um, and then we can try to understand uh, why you're getting these, these benefits. So we have two benefits. Sarva Bhava Sarva Bhava Dishta Tritvan and Sarva Gnya Tritvan. So Basically, Sarva Bhava Adishta uh, means that you have, um, you're omnipotent. You have power over material things, the material world. So, Tritva, Tritva, or, or, or the suffix TR, this, this part, TR. That means like an actor, the doer. So the, they're talking about the one who has the quality of having uh, dominion, domain over um, manifestation. Sarva bhava. Bhava means manifestation. Adishta means you have dominion. Adishta means dominion. Let's see what I put down here. Ruling. Adishta means ruling. So Baba is the, the manifestation, creation. And Sarva. So Sarva Baba, Sarva Baba, Adishta, Tritva, Tritva, the one who has the, the quality, the, the likeness of having dominion over creation. And Sarva Gnya, so nya means to know, right? Like jnana. So tritva, the one who who has who is sarva jnana, who's all knowing. So he, he is omnipotent, 
Sarvabhavadishtatritvan, and he's omniscient, all-knowing. Sarvagnatritvanta. Sarvagnatritvan. So if you think about the, you know, if, if you understand the, the nature of the way the five elements function and you're able to utilize those, right? And then in your mind is frees itself from its ego and the limits of the ego and the senses, right? And you have this knowledge of how to work with the, uh, a fiery uh, way of working with things. An, an error, a wind way of working with things. Like we talked about, like, you know, in your practice or with people, uh, the different ways, then you have quite a, you know, quite a capacity for how to work with things. Because right? now not only you know how to use things, but then now you're understanding your mind on a much deeper level. Because you've, you've looked at all oh, the senses, my senses, I'm a human my senses are physical. They have limitations to them. They're not like a, a snake senses or a snail senses or a bee senses or a dog senses. They're my senses. And that's, I see the world through these senses and my perception is limited there. Uh, and then on top of it, then my personality is also creating certain limitations the way I understand things. So you've done that kind of way to uh, break through a lot of, that's a pretty, pretty uh, strong boundary around your understanding of the world that you, you do Sanyama meditation to overcome. So then you're all your, the other things you develop, how to breathe, how to do asanas, how to be a, a good CEO, a good banker or whatever you do, you know, if you're a culinary artist in the kitchen, a uh, high level chef or whatever it is, you know, then you you have that much more capacity than, than you would have had before um, understanding yourself on this level. And Sardvagna, right? This is in line with, uh, in the first chapter, when, when Patanjali talks about Ishwara, he, he says it's the unlimited seed of all knowing. Ishwara or Purusha. Ishwara is a special Purusha. So Purusha is, is a portion of Ishwara. Ishwara is the ultimate. Purusha is, is that piece of Ishwara that you, you are. So, and... Ishwara, without Ishwara, there's no, there's no seed of understanding. Ishwara is the unlimited seed of understanding. So anything you're capable of understanding innately, you know, or intellectually or on, on any kind of level of how you understand it, it's coming from that in that essential uh, spirit or, or essentialness of, of who you are. Sarva Tatra Nirati Shayam Sarvagnya Bijam Tatra Nirati Shayam Sarvagnya Bijam. So he's just he's giving us some boundaries to help us, some descriptions to help us understand what is this Ishwara thing that 
is talked about in India, in yoga, Ishwara, what is this Ishwara? Uh, and, I, and because he said it's a special Purusha, it's a Vishesha Ishwara, uh, Vishesha Purusha, the special Purusha, Ishwara. Then we know that Purusha also has these qualities of Ishwara. And again, as we're going uh, through uncovering our, our limitations, understanding ourselves better, right? then of course, our ability to access this unlimited seed of knowing right, is going to become unleashed. It's going to be able to blossom and and reveal more of its capacity. Thank you. Uh, Sutra 125. Thank you, Alexis. Sutra 125. Tatra nirati shayam I don't know what all this first part is. I'll have to study it this week. We can pick up and we can figure out what the hell the first part is talking about. Looks complicated. And this suit, this, <laughs> so sorry, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> this is a horrible translation. I will, I will rewrite that translation. Okay, so I have homework for this week, and uh, we'll pick up here next week. Any questions? You also want homework? Ah. Um, uh, Sat, Satguru use Swarupa in his uh, mantra or chanting open. He used what Satguru. word? Swarupa. Swarupa. Do you think um, he using in that sense? I don't know what the yeah, translation. Yeah, more or less probably. I don't know that I would have to hear the other words, the the uh, rest of the mantra or the phrase. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to send you the link. Okay, yeah. Okay. And then, and then I can give you a re response next week. Yeah, thank you. Or during the week. Yeah, in practice. Okay, so. Om Tat Sat Om Swasti Prajabya Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahi Mahishaha Go Brahmane Bhyaha Shubhamastu Nityam Lokaha Samastaha Sukhino Bhavantu Kale Varshatu Prajanyaha Prativi Sasya Shalani Desho yang shobritaha brahmana santunirpyaha aputra putrina santu putrina santu kautrinaha adana sadana santu jivantu shradam shitam 
Sarvesham Swastir Bhavatu, Sarvesham Shantir Bhavatu, Sarvesham Purnam Bhavatu, Sarvesham Mangalam Bhavatu, Sarve Bhavantu Sukinaha, Sarve Santu Niramayaha, Sarve Badrani Pashantu, Om Shanti 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 Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutangamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Pur Namada Pur Namidam Pur Nar Pur Namudachate Pur Nasya Pur Namadaya Pur Namevavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Om Tat Sat Brahmar Panamastu